the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, everyone, on this uh, <clears throat> partly sunny, cloudy, you just heard the forecast. It is Monday. It is August 16th. And um, obviously, folks, the, the big news, I mean, the country is in trouble. We do not have a leader. This is uh, the images that we are seeing. <clears throat> I, I just never thought we'd live to see this again as we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of September 11th. And things are right back. Actually, they're worse than, than where they were. Today, it is Monday. It is August 16th. Right now, it's 12.06. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Your voice for freedom, folks. Real news. Um, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our award-winning website, which is dipetro.com. And don't forget, um, I also want to say uh, good afternoon to everyone tuning in on Facebook. We do our Facebook live stream at noon. And then when there's breaking news and then we do one after dark, uh, people like it. People see that we're on the scene. Saturday was a good example when they uh, I mean, the city is getting out of control. You had those another group of these sovereign people from a sovereign nation that feel the laws don't apply to them. And we were the only ones there. So, folks, that will continue. We're out when things happen. And this portion of the program is brought to you by Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Thirty six eighty eight. Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Farm fresh produce is the theme for August. They have delicious homegrown New England corn. It's the best in New England. You don't need salt. You don't need butter. No. And they also have your zucchini, yellow squash, green peppers, cucumbers. Folks, stop it and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. They're open seven days a week. They're having a fantastic banner season. I'm not surprised. I popped in there yesterday. And again, it's always crowded. It's always, um, it's, you can shop local. The service is excellent compared with, you know, a lot of the big box stores. Family run business. Worth the ride. 3688 Quaker Lane, North Kingstown. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, you hear me mention the website, dipetro.com, uh, log on, and you can see the video that I just mentioned and a lot of other exclusive stories and video. It's all at dipetro.com, which is also brought to you by Soul Source, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration. Remember, fire, smoke damage. If you have water damage, mold remediation, storm damage, 401 712 2700 but there's a link right at the website which is dipetro.com it's mike cp and his crew so folks the news is developing very rapidly and it has to do with the situation obviously in afghanistan taliban summer now president biden is going to address the world coming up at 345 deadly chaos if you've seen some of the video it's it's horrifying of the people uh, he's going to travel back to Washington from vacation. He's on vacation at Camp David, and he's going to address the nation 345 from the East Room. This is, without a doubt, a uh, th- this is a game changer, folks. This is, you know, we're not even fully, excuse me, we're not even a year in, and the wheels at this point are completely off. And, and, and the line, think of this. Uh, close to 2,500 American lives lost. Plus, you have people that lost limbs, uh, eyesight, permanently damaged. Think of the Gold Star Mothers. Think of the sacrifices we made in Afghanistan. $85 billion spent. And the problem now, one of the problems is, is the fact that Taliban, they're actually better fighters now because they have been fighting and training to fight against the United States for how many years now? Um, now, whatever the team Biden wants to blame President Trump, whatever they want to do with that, and as far as whatever, what I, what I mean by that is, no matter how they try to parse it, they're the president right now. There's a major problem when the president of the United States is getting uh, intelligence briefings, if he has accurately, basically saying that we have 300,000 trained Afghan army against 75,000 Taliban. It's a matter of numbers. <clears throat> and there's a problem if the 300,000 wasn't real, right? And maybe the 75 was actually more like 
you know, 175 or 100. So maybe it wasn't a three to one. Maybe it was this 100,000 Taliban and gaining. A lot of the prisoners now have been let out of prison. Taliban fighters. Uh, gee, I wonder who the enemy is. It's America. Maybe there weren't 300,000 trained Afghan troops. Maybe you needed the Obviously, you did. There's no way to try to sugarcoat this. And what is so insulting is, as it's falling, next month will be, think of that, the 20th anniversary, less than a month, of September, September 11th. And all we're doing now is Afghanistan is going to be uh, just an absolute haven for terrorists. Um, there's no way to escape that. And, and it's, if anything, it's going to get worse. President Biden has spent one full day at the White House in the last 11 days. Folks, that not exactly a crisis manager. So, and the criticism is coming in from all different corners. And even, you know, as much as people have said, CNN, you know, normally was initially the Clinton News Network. <clears throat> CNN is not um, going along with this whole matter. So I also want to read some of the comments. Just as a matter of crass politics, the best thing going for Biden is President Trump was the one who made the withdrawal deal with the Taliban while cutting out the Afghan government. In fact, wanted to pull out even more and invite the Taliban to Camp David. But he's not the president. He is not. President Trump is. Let's just say that that is, in fact, the case. And people have been calling for us to get out of there. But now they're saying we're going to have a national security crisis on our hands. So I want to go to some of the sound, and a lot of it, folks, is um, if you've seen some of the video, I don't know if it's being posted on Facebook, but Al Jazeera had some video. You see the large American aircraft in the airport, which is total chaos, and then you see people holding on to the plane on the outside as it's taking off, and what do you think happens? The plane takes off, and then you watch as they fall to earth, reminiscent of, I think, people... Falling, leaping out of the towers on September 11th. So, you know, and, and so much has been forgotten about that as far as people would say, what would make someone jump from, you know, the 99th floor of the World Trade Center? Well, if the building's on fire and you feel like your skin's on fire and it's so hot, you, you stop thinking rational. Your brain just says, get away from the heat. And that's why then you were seeing the people jump out. Otherwise, the, the heat is so intense and it's combustible that, boom, you feel like you feel like you are on fire. But it's that hot. And then that's why you see the people jumping. And I mean, today, this is complete chaos. I want to go to some of the sound. But before I go to the, some of the sound, um, th- there's no way to. As much as now they can try to drag President Trump into this. Uh, But this was not the plan. This was the Biden plan. And he could have halted the brakes on it. You know, as much as they want to do that, this is who's the president right now. This isn't January, February. He had a chance and they, they blew it. Now, there's also some things falling out from this. The White House released this footage, a picture that shows... President Biden in Camp David, and they show these different clocks. They also, you know, outed in a way who he was speaking with, but the clocks are even wrong. Why do the clocks show a three-hour time difference between London and Moscow? It should only be a two-hour time difference. Like, what exactly is going on? The video, I don't know if Facebook is sharing the video. It is on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, John DePietro Show, you can find it it's it's horrific they are panicking uh it does look like saigon as far as that chinook helicopter taking off and you know even you know the new york new york times editorial the tragedy of afghanistan oh my god Kabul, the rapid reconquest of the capital by the taliban of two decades bloody effort established secular government just unimaginably tragic. Tragic because the America dream becoming the indispensable nation, shaping a world with the values of civil rights, women empowerment, 
Folks, they are executing the women. They are executing anyone that uh, uh, cooperated with America. Think of the Americans who gave their word. We're not going to ever abandon you. You can trust us. All gone. The longest of American wars was codenamed First Operation Enduring Freedom, the Operation Freedom Sentinel. After more than 2 trillion, 2,500 American service members' lives lost in Afghanistan, it's difficult to see what lasting significance has been achieved. It is all the more tragic because certainly many of the Afghans who work with the American forces and bought into the dream, especially the girls and women, have been left to the mercy of a ruthless enemy. They're going to be absolutely executed. The Biden administration was right to bring the war to a close, yet there's no need for it to end in such chaos. Oh, why not? Listen, we're still, we have still have bases in Germany, the United States. We still have bases all over the world. We are right on the border of North and South Korea. What would have been the harm in keeping 3,500 in a base there? Afghans worked alongside American troops, civil society groups, aid organizations, journalists, found themselves mortal danger. Taliban swept into Kabul. Leaders of the Afghan government headed for the airport. Oh, my God. The war in Afghanistan began in response by the United States in the aftermath of the attacks of September 11, 2001. As an operation to deny al-Qaeda sanctuary in a country run by the Taliban. Folks, I remember when we hit the ground in September. I was on the air. We carried the briefing from Defense Secretary Don Rumsfeld. You had uh, members, the United States military, on horseback to throw off landing in the northern part of Afghanistan. And this was because that's al-Qaeda set up shop. Bin Laden was operating out of the caves in Afghanistan and going back and forth between Afghanistan and Pakistan. How it evolved into a two-decade nation-building project, which as many as 140,000 troops under American command were deployed at one time. Huh. My God. The Afghanistan papers published in the Washington Post include a confidential effort conducted by the office painted a devastating picture of corruption, incompetence, lack of motivation, and other flaws among the Afghan forces. The United States allies trying to mold into a serious military. There was incredible corruption. And folks, part of this is, you know, I'm not convinced that we could have ever permanently changed these people, but we had a military presence and interest in having a presence in that part of the world. If anything, for our spying efforts in Iraq, in Iran, in Pakistan, one Navy official said Afghans viewed their police as the most hated institution in Afghanistan. Boy, does that sound familiar. Other officials described systematic looting by soldiers and officers, as well as Afghan casualties so high, 60,000 killed since 2001. The government kept them a secret. The corruption was so rampant. Many Afghans began to question whether the government or the Taliban was the greater evil. Folks, how about the fact that many activists, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, are siding with the Taliban? That just shows you the evil. The Pentagon and the Congress deserve a share of the blame for the debacle. President Bush, President Obama, President Trump, and now President Biden. Uh, President Bush launched the war. Only to shift focus to Iraq. President Barack Obama so he could withdraw, but surged their levels instead. President Trump signed a peace deal with the Taliban. Complete withdrawal by May. Biden came to office. Some Dep- Defense Department and other officials urged him to keep a small counterterrorism force in Afghanistan for several more years. But Biden refused. On April 6th, he told his staff he wanted all troops out by September 11th. Well, he got his wish. Now, uh, that is the New York Times trying to paint, uh, you know, trying to give Biden benefit of the doubt. However, Wall Street Journal was not as generous. 
to put it mildly. In Afghanistan, the tragic toll of Washington delusion. Pundits repeat the mantra, there's no military solution. Well, the Taliban seem to have come up with one. The world is witnessing in Afghanistan a vivid and painful display of what happens when leaders in Washington delude themselves regarding persistent threats, the nature of America's enemies, and the ability to end wars by simply going home. Ah, President Biden announced all forces would depart by September 11th, 20 years to the day after jihadist terrorists used their safe haven to launch the deadliest attack, terrorist attack in history. As U.S. forces departed, the Taliban seized the initiative, launched an offensive on Afghan cities, taking control of the larger majority of provinces in 11 days. Takeovers in the north exposed the Taliban plan, along with al-Qaeda, isolate, overthrow the elected government in Kabul. Oh, my God. In areas they conquered, the Taliban conducted mass executions, assassinated journalists, and anyone else who might oppose their perverted, their theatric dictatorship. Taliban forces women to marry terrorists, rape them. Forced them to wear the burqa and otherwise stripped them of rights they've enjoyed for nearly two decades. Taking stock of this catastrophe and determining what might be done to limit the damage requires a rejection of Washington's fantasy and acknowledgement of Afghanistan's reality. Huh. Folks, it falls on Biden. Now, I am going to play sound because there's a lot of sound. And especially right now, what do you think they are chanting? You know, this I can't believe this is happening, right? I cannot, as someone who was on the radio on September 11th, I can't believe we are witnessing what we're witnessing right now. Uh, I, never, I, I, I never thought we would see this. I did not. And, and I understand some people like, we got to just get out of there. But not like this. Not in complete chaos. Not and, and I don't, you know, whoever was giving either the, the military people were telling the president what was going on and he ignored it or we have false information. One of the two folks, this portion of the John DePietro show. Now, remember, outside your home, you have algae moss. You want to contact Jamie's Power Wash. Get rid of it. 401-837-4545. 401-837-4545. Jamie's Power Wash. Deck staining. Also on Facebook and also the website is jamiespowerwash.com. The before and after are tremendous. You know, with all the rain and the heat we've had outside your home, on your deck or your patio, the side of your home or building, you have some some of that, I just call it the green stuff. It's algae, it's moss, or it's stains. Get rid of it. The before and after photos are amazing. 401-837-4545, Jamie's Power Wash. Now, he also does J. Freitas Construction Deck Staining, but that's for another day. Professional Power Washing and Deck Staining. Wait to see the difference. 401-837-4545. Let's go to some of the sound, and it is not pretty, towards... Um, President Biden in any way. So uh, this is without question. And what we're viewing right now is just an absolute disaster, right? Without question, an absolute disaster with with what is happening right now. Um, And right now it, it falls on the Biden administration there take on this whole thing that it's maybe it's not as bad what it looks like uh no one no one is buying into that i want to um let's go with uh, some of the listen to outside of what was the american embassy here we go they're just chanting death to america they seem friendly at the same time it's utterly bizarre and the president Chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. It's utterly bizarre. At the now that is CNN. They're, they're chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time. This is, in fact, folks, this is the whole thing of like the peaceful protesters all over again. All right, let's go to CNN. Jake Tapper t- tearing into 
this is some of the somewhat uh, friendly media ripping in, tearing into the liberal media, tearing into the Biden administration. Let's hear some of it. Secretary Blinken, as you know, the Taliban has closed in on Kabul. We're evacuating the embassy, burning documents. Biden increased troops deploying to the country twice in three days just to rescue those there. This is not just about the overall idea of leaving Afghanistan. This is about leaving hastily and ineptly. Secretary Blinken, how did President Biden get this so wrong? Mr. Sullivan, friends and foes alike are calling this withdrawal a fiasco, a debacle. And it is one that apparently the administration did not fully appreciate or see coming. Let me play you uh, some of what the president himself has said in the last six weeks or so. The likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling... None whatsoever. Zero. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the, of the United States from Afghanistan. And yet that is precisely what we have seen over these last few days. How do you explain getting this so wrong? Where, where is the president? You know, why, why isn't he communicating wholesomely right. to the American people? Yeah. The president has been deeply engaged in all of the policy ah. conversations and in this situation as it evolves in real time. We have uh, met with the president and his entire national security team uh, daily, often multiple times a day. That's going to continue uh, again today. Uh, the president has spoken to this issue a number of times in, in recent weeks. He, we he has not spoken to it again. John, totally different story than a few weeks ago, right? I mean, why isn't he out there now? Kabul fell yesterday. Where is the president? Ooh. But this is Joe Biden's. He made this decision. Yeah. And I just worry a little bit about Mika. the, you know, whataboutism or putting it back on Trump. You can do it. He owns a lot of it. But Joe Biden made this decision. Period. He absolutely did. And folks, that's just, think of this. It's been six days. We haven't heard anything from the president. It was clearly. How is it possible? Um, in fact, very little he can Where's say. Where's He is the commander in chief. Yeah. It was clearly an intelligence failure from his team. That's right. People who report to him. So that is what is behind the the delay having him address the nation on this. They simply do not know exactly at this point what he is going to say. It has been six days since we have heard from President Biden on Afghanistan, and things have changed dramatically there. As we can see, that's an understatement of the highest proportions here. Listen, no one is saying that we need to stay there forever, right? But not to go out like this, not with this type of chaos, and not they completely underestimated the idea of Keeping some element of forces there. This is yesterday. And again, folks, good afternoon at 1229. It's Sean DePietro. President Biden is going to address the nation coming up at 345. 345, President Biden is going to address the nation on the catastrophe that the world is watching play out in Afghanistan. I want to go to uh, Martha Raddatz. On this week, Stephanopoulos, he was off. John Carl filled in. And I want to play some of the sound between the two of them. Just two months ago, and as you know, President Biden's top military advisors advised against a total withdrawal here. They did not want all U.S. forces out of there. They wanted to keep a force of about 3,500 to 4,000 U.S. personnel in Afghanistan uh, just to provide intelligence, to provide some security, and to keep the Afghan forces on track. We don't know whether that would have made a difference, but I can tell you of the failures, John, that are so obvious at this point. The training mission of those Afghan forces, $83 billion worth, clearly failed. The negotiations with the Taliban clearly failed. And you also had a really massive intelligence failure here that the U.S. did not realize how quickly the Taliban could take over. And we have been there for 20 years. We know the Taliban. We have people on the ground. And yet you, the U.S. was caught unaware and completely off guard. Oh, my God, folks. Well, it's Monday, it's 1230, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is sponsored by R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Coogs. Call them today, 401-732-6562. Now remember, 24-hour emergency service for plumbing, 
and or for cooling. You can depend on R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Not only is Coogs a, uh, a veteran, served our country, but he's also a big supporter of law enforcement. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Look for them on Facebook. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating, and the website is recooganheating.com. Remember, as they say, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. A lot of people, if you're contemplating central air, which is a game changer for your life and your home, folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today, 401-732-6562. Remember, 24-hour emergency service, plumbing and cooling R.E. Coogan Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Well, good afternoon, folks. Again, it's Juan. It's John DePietro at 1231. And this is the images are hard to watch. Now, also, for local news, check out the website, DePietro.com, which is brought to you by the Saturdale Revival. Comfort Food Cocktails winner of Rhode Island Monthly. They won three Rhode Island Monthly Awards. Stop in and see Shane and his crew, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence, or call them at 232-8696. Stop in and see them also on Facebook, Senadale Revival, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. This is, um, folks, we're in more danger. We are absolutely in more danger. And I didn't, I really didn't think so. I mean, what did we talk about 20 years ago, which was America was asleep. We also have the situation. It's very easy to penetrate our border. People are distracted by COVID. There's infighting within the country. But, and where's the congressional delegation? Now, we haven't heard anything from Senator Reid, who's on the head of the Armed Service Committee. Taliban summer. Undisputed victor of 20-year war. war. Europe worries chaos will spread. And Biden set for speech. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I don't know. And if you've seen some of the video, all U.S. personnel safely evacuated from Kate Kabul and uh, embassy. Desperate Afghan helpers cling to planes as USA escapes. <sighs> Shock video shows people falling off a C-17 in midair. Oh, I I just don't know. Folks, I don't know where this is going to go, but nowhere positive. And now what do we do, right? Now what are we supposed to do? Let me go back more sound on exactly what's what's happening or what has happened, I should say. But I'll say this. The liberal media that normally protects the president, they're, they're no longer protecting him, right? They're no longer. And even CNN. Saying, you know, the words of the White House are coming back to affect the, the president. Fall of Afghanistan stunning the Biden administration and this nation, quite frankly. And many of the promises, predictions, and the words of the president and his White House are coming back to haunt them. Is the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000. Well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world and an Air Force against something like 75,000 Taliban. It is not inevitable. So the question now is, where do they go from here? That, the jury is still out. But the likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Well, they own the whole country now, the Taliban does. When Biden made those comments on July 8th, just about a month ago, the Taliban had already started gaining ground in the country. Biden said for months that it was going to be up to Afghan leaders and security forces to maintain power. I think they have the capacity to be able to sustain the government. We can be value-added, but the Afghans are going to have to be able to do it themselves with the Air Force they have that we're helping to maintain. They absolutely were not the Afghan security forces able to sustain that. Afghanistan fell within days, and in Kabul, the Taliban met little resistance. President Ashraf Ghani had already fled the country by the time the Taliban marched into the streets of Kabul. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken conceding the administration was unprepared. That the Taliban was at its greatest position of strength 
uh, at any time since 2001 when it was last in charge of the country. That is the Taliban uh, that we inherited. Uh, and so we saw that they were very much capable of going on the offensive uh, and uh, beginning to take uh, back the country. Uh, and the fact of the matter is uh, we've seen that that force has been unable to defend the country. And that has happened more quickly than we anticipated. The Biden administration is now unable to articulate why the evacuation of its personnel and Afghan allies was botched so badly after Biden himself had vowed a competent withdrawal. We'll not conduct a hasty rush to the exit. We'll do it. We'll do it responsibly, deliberately and safely. And we will do it in full coordination with our allies and partners who now have more forces in Afghanistan than we do. You know, folks, I, uh, again, good afternoon at 1236. You know what? I, it's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know, what I, I realize is um, words you normally don't see together. And I, I don't know, it, gives, it, it gives me American surrender. American surrender. And we have so many people within our country that are rooting for it. But American surrender. The result, the worst U.S. humiliation since the fall of Saigon in 1975. The Taliban is saying it still wants, quote, a peaceful transfer of power in Kabul. But the scenes are that of a U.S. defeat. The scramble to destroy classified documents. It, it, it looks like when the American hostages were stuck in Iran and the first thing they do is try to destroy all the documents. Helicopters evacuating U.S. diplomats. The abandonment into the Taliban hands of valuable U.S. military equipment. Have you seen our equipment left behind for them? The spoils of war? Worst of all is the plight of the Afghans who assisted the U.S. over two decades. Biden said Saturday that 5,000 U.S. troops he's sending will be in evacuating Afghans and Americans. But there are thousands of translators, their families and other officials who are in peril from Taliban rule and didn't get out in time. The Biden administration was far too slow to get them out of the country despite urgent warnings. The murder of these innocents will compound the stain in the Biden presidency. Ah. The consequences of all this will play out over many months and years. None will be good. The illusion indulged on the left and the right that the U.S. can avoid the world's horrors while guarding its entitlement state is sure to come home to haunt. Adversaries are taking Biden's measure and there'll be more trouble ahead. The cost will be all the more painful because the ugliness of this surrender was so unnecessary. Folks, it, it is, is absolutely painful to read this that they have won and every if you've seen the equipment left behind the jihadist the u.s toppled 20 years ago for sheltering osama bin laden will now fly their flag over the u.s embassy the u.s embassy building on the 20th anniversary of 9-11 wow i don't have an answer i you know no one has an answer uh, not that I would have one, but no one does. Biden's Afghanistan surrender. The president tries to duck responsibility for the withdrawal. How about the Afghan allies left behind? Those people are going to be killed. In Afghanistan, the tragic toll of Washington delusion. Ah, uh, Folks, I just don't know where it leads. But you have people in our country that are rooting for the Taliban. And I'll get to some of that. It's on social media. It's disturbing to read, but it reaffirms, you know, we shouldn't be surprised. It's the, it's the blame America first crowd. It's the hate America first crowd. There are people that are cheering that they're gonna, they're burning our flag and destroying the embassy. Just think about that for a moment. People within our country, activist groups, cheering the fact that this is taking place. What does that tell you? It tells you a lot. And it also tells you that 
as we expected and thought, they are enemies of the country, right? They are absolutely enemies of the country. Folks, right now it's 1241. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Good afternoon to everybody on uh, Facebook Live. Folks, it's, I, I'll be, I mean, it's hard to even, I can't believe, I cannot believe this is happening. And it didn't have to happen. And uh, they can say there's a lot of blame to go around. But no, President Biden is the president. He's the one that made this. Someone told him it would be okay or he thought it would be okay. You, you can't keep blaming President Trump. You can't keep blaming President Trump. This, if they didn't want to do this, this could have been averted. And that's already been mapped out. And the fact that his press person's on vacation and he's on vacation, it speaks volumes. This part of the program, folks, I want to appeal, if you're listening right now and you are a family member or a friend, someone was in maybe an auto accident or involved with a slip and fall, workplace injury, that's a lot to go through. It's even worse when you realize that the people that basically are responsible for that happening won't step up and do the right thing. But that's where you want to call attorney Jack Calvino. Folks, fight back, as I like to say. Call Jack. Take down this number, free consultation, 401-785-9400, 401-785-9400, or online, fightbackcalljack.com, 401-785-9400. 50 years personal experience, 100 years total combined staff. You need a fighter. Someone that's going to fight for you, that person is Jack Calvino, 401 401- 785-9400 or online at fightbackcalljack.com. This portion of the John DePietro Show is, folks, it's brought to you by the Coincid Inn. Stop in and visit them. You can see them right on the uh, the website, depetro.com. A great meal is waiting for you. Delicious food, 226 Coincid Avenue in West Warwick. The Coincid Inn, full menu available. They have a big bar, the Coincid Inn. This is... Um, it is. It's it's hard to believe that this is actually playing out this way. It is. And I don't know what President Biden is going to say this afternoon at 345. So the Taliban is now back at pre-9-11 strength. In the same month, our southern border hits a 21-year record for migrant apprehensions. So if our borders are the first line of defense, the defense secretary said, we're going to lose I mean, how I you know, this is true. Trump barred from Twitter, but the Taliban spokesman was tweeting on Twitter. Think about that for a moment. Think about that. Twitter allows the Taliban spokesperson on Twitter, but President Trump not allowed on Twitter. Breaking President Biden orders another 1000 paratroopers to Kabul. 7,000 U.S. troops will be on the ground in Afghanistan soon. Nearly three times the number that were keeping the peace before the withdrawal. I mean, this thing is nothing short of a disaster. Right now, folks, now here's something that the media is focusing on. The fact that right now there's 204 journalists that are caught there because they were going along. They were going along with the whole Biden line that there is no, nothing's going to happen. We're in control of the whole thing. Afghanistan falls to Taliban. Headline in the Washington Post. Afghanistan falls to Taliban. In the New York Times, Taliban captures Kabul. Stunning U.S. as a 20-year effort unravels in days. <sighs> wow. How is this possible? I want to play more sound, folks. At the very least, at the very least, the media is starting to push back. This is the end of the honeymoon for the Biden administration. It is the end of the honeymoon. Now, I want to hear this was the Today Show. Savannah Guthrie going after the White House National Security Advisor. And these ridiculous word games. Let's hear a little bit of this from the Friends and foes alike are calling this withdrawal a fiasco, a debacle. And it is one that apparently the administration did not fully appreciate or see coming. Let me play you uh, some of what the president himself has said 
in the last six weeks or so. The likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling... None whatsoever. Zero. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the, of the United States from Afghanistan. And yet that is precisely what we have seen over these last few days. How do you explain getting this so wrong? Well, first, Savannah, to be fair, the helicopter has been the mode of transport from our embassy to the airport for the last 20 years. But you know the larger that is, point. That is, it's not the that helicopter. That is how we move it's people not the mechanism. back and forth, so. No, no, it's to the last-minute scramble. You know that. It's the last-minute scramble when the assurances from the president himself were this was not what we were going to see. You know, she is exactly right. I'm not the biggest fan of Savannah Guthrie, folks, of the Today Show. But she is exactly right. And they can try to spin this thing out. But this whole thing of the helicopters, the motor transport. Um, <laughs> I mean, that is if that's what you're trying to say. The American exit from Afghanistan. Folks, the video, I, that is just heartbreaking. These people chasing the U.S. Air Force, chasing the plane on the runway, clinging to it as it's taxiing down, complete chaos, running onto the tarmac, trying to be saved. Whew. Wow. I mean, that, and them getting on top, Afghan people climb atop a plane as they wait at the Kabul airport. As the Taliban is moving in. And what do you think is happening to the women? Wow. Well, folks, I want to. um, Right now, it's 1247. Again, President Biden is going to address the world. I want to say the nation, but it's really the world. Coming up this afternoon at 345. They're dragging him back from vacation. But this is. um, this just show, where's Harris? Where are any of them? I also want to remind people, we are what eight months in on this whole thing. Keep in mind, if they are capable of stealing the vote, there's nothing to say that she doesn't get in in 2024 and then rules for eight years. I think people are starting to realize that this could. Just be this could be the beginning of that the superpowers in the world that America is just not one of them. That's really what's kind of starting to play out. I mean, you have Russia, you have China, but I mean, and I it pains me to say that, but it's almost as if our time of being a world dominant nation um, could be on the back end or could be a thing of the past. We have too much internal division. There are too many people that want that. There's obviously people that want that, um, ceding power to that, feel more comfortable like that. I mean, I didn't think that we would ever hit this, but but it's very clear that we're arriving at that. Folks, this portion of the the John DePietro Show, right now it's 1249 on this Monday. We go until 2 o'clock. It's brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Give them a call today, 401-710-7096. Remember what we say, when your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Now, right now, at 1249 on this Monday, if you have an appliance that's not working properly, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Whether it's refrigerator or stove or your washer or dryer, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor. It's Ryan's Appliance Repair. When your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401 401- 710 7096. You know, I'm seeing um, a tweet, Mayor of Providence, Mayor Jorge Elijah. Next time you're downtown, look around. There's art everywhere. Local artists have made the city gorgeous. Yeah. So, in other words, ignore the graffiti that is everywhere. No. Um, this is just a disgrace. Um, Governor Baker not changing mass guidance. 
Massachusetts is in a different place. Now, I believe that Governor McKee will follow suit. There are people that are calling for Rhode Island to also go fully um, masked. But as I've said, folks, there's not going to be a shutdown. That's false information. And we, we are not Florida. We are not Alabama. We're not Mississippi. Last year, that was a problem. It, it's the opposite right now. It's the opposite right now. And I know that, you know, if anything, maybe this is a the situation in Afghanistan is almost like a nice little distraction because people are losing their mind over this whole thing. Um, but we, we're not going for that. And I know there's a lot of misinformation out there. But we right now we are not that. That is not happening. Um, renew calls for masks. Well, I, I don't think they're moving towards that. And I think Governor McKee doesn't want to do that. And I think he's going to follow suit to what Governor Baker's doing. That's my thought on this. All right, I want to play a little more sound. Now, again... Things are happening uh, very, very quickly. Uh, here's some, some think comments from Twitter. I'm hearing reports there's no more rainbow flags flying anywhere in Afghanistan. Folks, well, never mind, women now have to go back underground. Here's some more comments. Sentence you won't be hearing anyone saying, trust the Americans. They know what they're doing. Oh, my God. Folks, Terrible. This business of we're not withdrawing, we're staying. The embassy's staying. Our programs are staying. We, well, we're not. They, they pulled out. It's Trump's fault. It's, it, you can, how long are you going to blame him? How long are they going to continue to try to blame President Trump? Not Who's the president right now? I, you can't keep blaming the past administration. But And let's see what Vice President Harris says. Regarding the situation of how women now are going to be treated in Afghanistan. Many Afghans are outraged and offended. Americans evacuated service dogs in Kabul but left people behind. Including so many people who helped the United States. And folks, what is terrible is those people surely are are not going to make it. I want to play some more sound of... um, there are no indications that President Biden is going to address the nation on the situation unfolding in Afghanistan. There's a calamity playing out hour by hour on television. Quote, the likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Where, where is the president? You know, why, why isn't he communicating? Fulsomely, still no word from uh, President Biden today. Uh, there are many who are asking, where's the president? I think he's been wrong on nearly every major foreign policy and national security issue. You know, folks, this is, again, they, they can only prop him up for so long. They can only prop him up for long. Let's go to this week, John Carlin for Stepanopoulos talking with Tony Blinken who is uh, clearly Secretary of State Blinken completely in over his head. Secretary Blinken, thank you for joining us. Let's start with the, the status of our embassy in Kabul. Are you confident in the security of American personnel at the embassy, even uh, as the Taliban encircle Kabul? Uh, that is job one uh, for me, uh, John. We're uh, working uh, to make sure that uh, our uh, personnel are safe and secure. Uh, we're relocating um, uh, the men and women of our embassy uh, to a location at the airport. Uh, it's why the president sent in uh, a number of forces to make sure that as we continue to draw down our diplomatic presence, we do it in a safe uh, and orderly fashion. Uh, and at the same time, maintain a core diplomatic presence in Kabul. So so let me just make sure I heard you correctly. You're relocating personnel to the embassy. Does that mean you are shuttering the U.S. embassy compound in Kabul, that that building... Uh, will be abandoned? 
right now the uh, the plan that we're putting into effect is to move personnel from the, the embassy compound in Kabul to a location at the airport to ensure that uh, they can uh, operate safely and securely. Also to continue to uh, uh, have people leave uh, Afghanistan, as we've been doing since uh, April, uh, late April, April 28th. We've been on ordered departure ever since then. We've done it in a very deliberate way. Uh, we've adjusted depending on the, uh, the facts on the ground. It's why we had forces at hand that the president sent in to make sure that we could do this in a safe and orderly fashion. Uh, but the, the compound itself, uh, our folks are leaving there and moving. You know, this is they can try to spin this any way they want. But <sighs> folks, again, good afternoon at 1255. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Fear spreads in Kabul as the Taliban take charge. The day after the Afghan president fled, the Taliban installed themselves in the presidential palace. Uncertainty reigned. Thousands desperate to flee the country. Kabul's airport was a scene of chaos. With the Taliban in control, uncertainty and fear gripped Afghanistan. Af- Afghans stormed Kabul airport. Um, chaos. The arrival of thousands U.S. Marines in Afghanistan. Nations expect an outpouring of refugees as the Afghan crisis escalates. Biden will return to the White House from Camp David to address the nation coming up at 345. Afghan women fear what will happen with the Taliban once again in power. And folks, the Taliban have taken over the presidential palace. Holy cow. Whew. Well, they can try to spin this all they want. Oh, my God. Women and children sitting on the tarmac. Folks, we already know where this is going to go. We know that. Oh, good Lord. U.S. soldier confront the people at the airport. It puts our soldiers in harm way. Now you want to have the refugees coming in. Oh, my goodness. Biden will return to the White House from Camp David to deliver remarks. His decision to fully withdraw American troops led to frantic scenes in the capital city as the Taliban seized control and administration scrambled to evacuate embassy officials. Administration officials say the president will seek 345. So he should be returning to the White House uh, coming up right around one o'clock. Over the weekend, Biden chose to remain at the presidential retreat at Camp David while the situation in Afghanistan worsened rather than return to the White House. In addition to several written statements, the White House released a photo of Biden sitting alone at a conference room table at Camp David as he conducted a virtual meeting with his foreign policy advisors on a large television monitor. Good Lord. Jake Sullivan, the president's national security advisor, said the administration was in the process of executing a successful drawdown of our embassy. Biden said he thought the fall of the government was not inevitable as the country's army was 300,000 strong and well-equipped. Now, uh, this is not good. Uh... This is terrible, what is happening right now. Folks, right now, uh, good afternoon at 1259. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news and get the latest. We have another hour to go in the radio program. You can listen on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. Listen, some days there are good news. Some days there's not good news. This is bad. Uh, this is terrible. This is hard to believe we're watching this. I, I, I just, um, it, it makes you feel sick to see that line, American surrender. It didn't have to go this way. And President Biden is going to address the nation coming up at 345. So we're going to break for the one o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. Bring you up to speed on everything happening, these fast developing statements. It's the John DePietro Show. Leave it right here. We'll be back on the other side after the one o'clock news.